little bit of hip hop in the last two to three years. It's just started really dabbling, dabbling. But uh, but anytime before that, really, you it had to be like a top one hip hop song for you for you to really hear uh some constant hip hop music. So I was just trying to find uh, a platform or another way to. I guess promote more hip hop and R and B sounding music. So and that's where our, uh the guy who was the maintenance man at the apartment that I was living in, he was like he was like, uh his name is uh Isaiah. Shout out I don't gotta redo this shout out to Zay. Uh he was like, Oh man, Oh, I got a radio show at uh, in Carbondale, WDBX. So I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "How long have you been there?" He's like, "Man, I've been doing this for about two or three years." I was like, "What?" I was like, "Bro, I gotta, I like, I gotta sit in and watch you guys do what you guys do, cause like that's awesome." Like, what? It's like ninety-one point one. I was like, "Man," and it was it was up there ever since. Um, he invited me. Uh, went over there. Um, I had a uh, there's my one of my friends that's a DJ. Um, after I was there for about two or three weeks or so, uh, they was just like playing their own t- uh, playing music like off of YouTube and stuff. And I was like, hey man, I got a DJ uh DJ guy. He he can uh set up a mix and stuff and do it from there. And it was it was pretty cool. Like uh. My DJ friend, he got his own show now, Ben Jugan, yeah, on WDBX uh, too. Um, like, man, it was that just it just like bloomed into something that I didn't think it was gonna bloom into, honestly. So, and I'm hoping that this conversation blooms into something that we just don't know how awesome it's gonna be yet. Uh, right. Yeah, that's a surprise, James. <laughs> I've been recording the whole time. You don't have to give a shout-out to Isaiah again because that first shout-out will do just fine. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, I, I try to put on for my guys, man. The Pearl Session, they they really launch pad uh, a lot of stuff. Oh, uh, for sure, for sure. And uh, I'm sure they're going to launch pad this just as well because we got James Baker from the Pearl Session on the WTF Carbondale podcast, the podcast where we talk to interesting people about their interesting lives, and we tie it all together with this little old place we call home, Carbondale, Illinois. And um, in the short half an hour that I've had to reset this room <laughs> <laughs> and just listen to and get to know you, which, by, by the way, like this is one of my favorite kinds of episodes because we get to talk to somebody that I've never met before in person or at least like knowingly met before in person right we've been around the same places and whatever but never like connected one-on-one and so like this is thrilling to me man but so you came to carbondale for forestry yeah yeah (laughs) see i i get that every time i tell people what i what my degree is in i i work at a at a private ecological service in creole springs nice so uh ozark koala uh, if anybody knows that, so company. you work. Is it does Marshall work at Ozark Koala? Yes, he does. Just do, okay. Who else works there? That's like in this mix. Like, cause um, there, there's a bunch of like Carbondale townies that work there, aren't uh, there? You know uh, Mason Smith. Yeah, Mason. Yeah, know Mason. Yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. Um, you know McKenna. I don't. No, I don't McKenna. know McKenna off the top of my head, so um, that one's safe. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Jeez, uh, Taylor Hap. No, but that name sounds familiar. 
Okay. Re- um, re- regardless, we're we're close enough. Like I knew, like that stuck out in my mind. I was yeah. like, that is something that I know. <laughs> right, right. And it was weird because, like I said, I met Marshall earlier uh, when I first uh, jumped on with the Pearl session, and that was in the that was in like the summer of twenty uh, summer of twenty eighteen or something like uh-huh. that. Uh, and it was just. And I met him there. I was like, I was like, dude, this I was like, this guy. <laughs> if you know Marshall and seen Marshall, yeah. he's he's a very entertaining guy. So yeah. It, <laughs> then later on, I was started working at Ozark Koala. He he jumped on, and I was like, oh, he's like, oh, hey, where you been? I was like, I'm I'm still at WDBX. Man, where you been? He's like, <laughs> he's like, he had to leave. So uh, so he had to do uh, other things and. I think he has a he was uh, starting his own sound production company. Yeah, so yeah. so Black Acre, we do a lot of work with um with uh with Marshall's company right now a lot through Mike, but like it uh, most of the shows that I've gotten to like help put on in a lot of places it's it's all it's all Mike and Marshall and then they're, nice. they're third their third leg, Jeff Bradley. <laughs> I mean, the you know, they they've got the music festival, they got whatever. I mean, it's just the the guys are the guys are clutch. They come through like most of the stuff that you see in this room. That's them. Like, okay. it, like the cameras, the soundboard, half the wires, microphones, all these can like, yeah, it's all. He's an intricate part of sound for yeah. Carbondale. Like yeah. that guy is sound basically. Yeah. That's, that's, that's real cool. Cause he used to talk about how doing uh sound all the time, whenever we're out in the field, he would talk about, man, I got to go here and do this and uh, talk about his vans and how to, <laughs> of course he talked about his vans. <laughs> yeah. He talks mm-hmm. about his vans and how that was going, but yeah, you're a great guy to be around. Um, uh, but it was it was just uh, just being at WDBX and him being there. He was uh, he sat down talked to us. He it was real cool. He was real inviting. So yeah. like as the GM there, and definitely appreciate his work and definitely working with us because uh, we were able to get our uh, radio show to do a music at hangar nine uh yeah. like once or twice so that was pretty cool so to try to get that type of networking and connection so like and it was a big success actually it was a real good success i, I didn't expect a lot of people to come out but people came they wanted to listen to real hip-hop uh and that's what we play real not real <laughs> real <laughs> no real we're not we're not su- i'm not we're not, we're not playing hip- bubblegum pop on <laughs> on the regular radio station I, I like bubblegum pop and all of that so i'm i'm not a super hip-hop connoisseur i you know but uh i i like uh how the platform has grown over the years uh especially uh I wouldn't be able to do what I what I what I'm able to do without uh like that type of music and just even f- just Facebook this platform like yeah. like you guys uh do a lot for this community and that's what I was trying to do with WDBX just trying to get more uh with the community like yeah. trying to you know give people what they want type thing yeah. that's that's the biggest thing is like not be so structured or like oh <laughs> this is it you gotta enjoy yeah, here, this here's your box fit into yeah it. Like, like 
enjoy that. Enjoy that. Just be right there. I'm like, but I try to at least bring out events because I'm in party promoting uh, before COVID. Uh, I used to help uh, throw a lot of events at SIU. Uh, I did. I was uh, with WIDB mm-hmm. that, uh, radio, the student ran radio. That was a really big help for me. I was able to meet a lot of cool people and just help me jump off in this broadcast. And, and I'm not a broadcast student <laughs> at all. I just, this was more like a hobby, yeah. really. And and they were welcoming. I can I can give them that, and I appreciate that. So let's. I, I try and tell folks like I, I've I've had so many interactions with so many people where it's like the the thing is it doesn't matter what you came to school for, like what you're trying right. to do here. Like you can do something in media in Carbondale. Like there is something for you to be able to do. You can get on at the community radio station. Right. You can you can get involved with uh you know the public radio through the school like mm-hmm. you can you know it's not real hard to be like to get on the news like if you want to be on the news like do something mildly newsworthy and like send out a press release there's a real good chance that you can just be on tv yeah like, uh at the campus they were asking me to help do espn i was so busy though i had like pearl session uh doing uh college the college work Mm-hmm. the schedule and i was like man i, I wouldn't be able to do all of these radio shows i i bet that would have been a, a great opportunity to help with like uh the college uh ran espn uh sector at siu and also i was uh uh wsiu they was asking did i want to do broadcast and i was like i'm like it's a it's if you want to get in you can definitely get in yeah. if you uh put your mind to it it's you just gotta talk to people just like <laughs> that's a community communications it, building you gotta talk to somebody yeah, so it's, it's, people are just there man like people are just there i talked to um so podcast number four i can't believe we're on podcast 27 now i'm blo- like for starting this in september like this has been a lot of episodes yeah, <laughs> like that? a lot. The um, but uh, Mike Baltz, he's um, he like he writes uh, an article for the Southern once a month or something. He writes an article for the Carbondale Times once once a month. Like he'll do like a monthly piece on bird watching for WSIU. <laughs> and like he said it just right. He was like, if I was in St. Louis or Chicago or anywhere else, he's like, I couldn't. It would take so much to break through with just one of these organizations. But he's like, living here, it's like everybody has time to fill. And, like, the reach is massive. Right. Like, it's just the same as if you were living in a city, like, especially with WSIU. Mm-hmm. Because they've got reach for damn near the bottom half of the state. Yeah, and all kind of up to the middle of the state, too. And I didn't know WDBX had that much reach either because yeah. – I literally one time going driving up to Chicago, put it on WDBX ninety one point one and just kept going north, and it goes past Mount Vernon and all kind of uh, flirting with Effingham, and then you'll 
then it starts dying wow. off. Wow, that like, was, that's that's quite the pickup. And then yeah. you got, I mean, the online broadcasting. Yeah, I mean, because WDBX does like the online broadcasting stuff too. Exactly. Uh, they had the the live uh, broadcast. Like when that whose whose show is ever on, you just go to press the live broad stream uh, button, and they'll be playing. So nice. it's it's pretty cool. Uh, and they have the podcast uh, that they have uh, been recording in there. So it's 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 a real nice place to volunteer. And if you got any type of interest, definitely come down and see us because uh, we like talent. We love talent, especially. Nice. Now, did you get into this stuff uh, on the other side because you're you're more into the interview aspect of it, mm-hmm. or do you like? you're more hooked on the music. Cause like you seem to be like real into like, how do I develop identity with yeah. folks and like yeah. through the interview process. In, it's in a little conjunction. bit of both. Cause uh, it's a double edged sword. Cause I really like music too. And I like the interviewing and figuring out and just kind of getting down to earth with people. Mm-hmm. And, and also if people are trying to get more information out to you like, let them let your platform see more your your more of your identity but uh yeah i it started off with strictly like music because like i was saying i was like man i i want to i want to have my own radio show and play my own music and (laughs) and nobody can say really anything because it's like this is good music type thing but um after meeting local artists uh and like local promoters talking with them and i was like I'm like, have you had an interview before and whatnot? They'd be like, no. Uh, I'm like, hey, you should come in to the show. Because <laughs> they were uh, they were already doing interviews uh, themselves. And I was like, dang, that's pretty cool. And I was just like rampant. We we was having interviews back to back. Like yeah. Sundays, like we, we got to get this ready and have these interviews and and, uh, and get this out here and let, um, let people know that these artists are like, oh, these, and most of the time, it's their first interview mm-hmm. on a legit platform or broadcast. And yeah. that always was interesting to me because it's like, it's like, how would you know how to talk to in your interview at a big radio station when you get invited? So, yep. like, you kind of got to know, like, the type of uh, routine or know your develop your responses make it a more fluid interview and not so much pausing and or you just sitting there like this type of thing <laughs> so like yeah it's like people are just sitting here like don't know what to say i'm like sometimes and like you know it's a process in me developing as a interviewer myself it's it's sitting in the hot seat this time it's it's interesting it's like now I, now i know how to try to react or try to say something but it's it's been a it's been a real good experience though but i, I kind of like the interviewing more than just playing music because you, you're really talking to a person and sometimes you don't expect what you you don't expect for somebody to give a response you'd be like oh really like <laughs> and he's like now you can go into this conversation like the subject so yeah yeah it's pretty i like the interviewing part better so. I, I like the idea of the interview is like the training ground for stuff because you like, people don't understand things like oh well i i can just make my music and that's that it's like but do, what do you just go on stage and sing or do you go on stage and do you get hype like do you do you just sing a song or do you tell a story like mm-hmm. 
how do you convey how yourself you? to people and how do you get them more entrenched, not just with your art, but with you as an individual and then take that to the next level? Because that's what people want. They don't just want to listen to your music. They want to be they want to be ingrained in the yeah, lifestyle, your artist like, lifestyle. You're like, what do you like to eat at three in the morning? Like, I'm going to eat that like that. Maybe that like spark it off. Like, yeah, like people want to know, like, what's your favorite color or like what type of style? Like, what's what shoes, what clothes you like wearing? And it's like maybe it'll work out for them or something something like that and are they just really inspired by your your personality or fashion and that's a that's that's why I really it like it puts you in a, a whole different space like like getting or receiving this information from this person that you kind of just met so mm -hmm. it's like it's like you get that little five to three minute talk and you no know, kid around but when that red button presses and it's <laughs> and it's live on the radio it's like like it either some people get quiet or and then it's like then you hear like uh nervousness and it's mm -hmm. like but I, i'm glad with the pearl session i was able not to be like oh you gotta do run the interview right now mm -hmm. there's there's like a, a good group of guys like uh zeta case taz ray michi uh i know i'm forgetting somebody and <laughs> uh, i'm trying to remember her name you know who i'm talking about yeah you like much love i'm <laughs> I, i'm not have to look uh, I, her name escapes me right now they she's gonna be so mad at me so but mad. but yeah, we're not gonna cut it out of the podcast. But yeah, 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 yeah. Normally, I'd out. offer people the option to cut it out of the podcast, but now I just want to see her get fucking angry. Yeah, and like <laughs> let's cut that out. It's, it's all love, though. It's all love. But they set a nice environment for people to be comfortable in and able to to go through and follow through with our interview. It's, and it's usually like we usually do our interviews at five. We don't normally start it right off at four. We play our music for an hour because it's a two-hour show. Uh -huh. And then we, if we got an interview, we play it at five to, to like 5.45 and stuff and wrap it up. But, <clears throat> but so sometimes... You're doing like, like long-form interviews. I mean, 45 right. minutes for radio is pretty... Right. And honestly, I don't... Most of the time, it's... it's yeah. We're done. And I'm like, oh, snap. We got a... <laughs> we have to play our sponsor, our underwriting sponsors. So I'm, so I'm like, we gotta play that because we'll we'll get so in depth in the interview, and it's now we're like laughing and people are telling jokes, and like that's the best part. Where it's like now it's like he's almost on his at his couch or at your friend's couch, and now you're just now you're just shooting the shit the shit now. So See, there like, you go. I told you, man, you can cuss on the podcast. You're okay. I know I you're sitting trying, here trying to be like, was, is, is the FCC going to start coming yeah, through? Yeah, I was trying windows? to be as like, professional as possible, but it, it, it came out. So, uh, but uh, yeah, man, it, it's, it's a great, it's a great, uh, it's a great platform and a great group of guys to be around because, and they, and they give you a lot of creative uh, leeway too. So yeah. like, if you got any ideas or anything that, even don't deal with the dealing with the interview per se with the pearl session at large because uh they they're definitely down to hear it and uh and try to put forth an effort to make it see it come forth so 
Like, and we got our own original content too. So definitely check us out on uh, YouTube and Instagram, Facebook preferably. That's where we get our most most of our love <laughs> at. So I'm like, <laughs> check, like us on Facebook, the uh, the Pearl Session. Dude, so. I don't know how people grow like properly grow YouTube followings. Like I can I get Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. And I can I can understand TikTok. I do not get how people get you to actually like and subscribe on YouTube. It's it's a different monster. Um, like like I was saying earlier, the guy I manage I help manage artists too. Like the my artist Hollywood. I I met him before he like started getting a lot of subscribers yeah. and it wasn't even me it was yeah. it was his own this is his own work he he's a very hard worker uh for a guy at 20 years of age yeah that guy's a workhorse so shout out to hollywood uh mr how you stepping and <laughs> that and that and what i just said right there and that song just went viral because you know uh, he's from chicago and 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 up there in Chicago, they have house music and mm-hmm. they have like music, dance music that called like footworking. Mm-hmm. And he made his uh, song on a old footwork type of beat and platform. Uh, and and which I don't think a lot of people have did before up there, mm-hmm. honestly. And it's such even like people in their fifties and and forties and stuff know footwork. Yeah. And when they first when that first came out, you had grandmas, you had <laughs> little babies out there. I'm like, and and it wasn't like they were doing the footwork and dance. They were doing goofy shit. It yeah. was like they'll get like a shoe my size i wear a size 15 and they might get their regular size shoe just like doing <laughs> just dumb stuff I'm like i was like what is these people doing and it's like and it started going viral and everybody's wearing baggy clothes now mm-hmm. and doing it it's just like it's, it and it's just so amazing to see and i was like man you just don't know what triggers people like yeah to make something so viral and once he he's almost at a million views uh like we had a million by 2021 i already know it and it's just amazing to see what what people will do what you wouldn't even consider like i wouldn't even thought about that honestly yeah. what what would have possessed me to put on some baggy clothes and do a goofy <laughs> dance for like 10 seconds and now a hundred thousand people liked it. <laughs> you got twelve thousand uh shares and stuff and he's like he wasn't a TikToker. Now it was going <laughs> now crazy. He's, now he's living yeah, the TikTok it's going life. Crazy he on TikTok that he didn't even know about and now he has to get on TikTok and start making TikTok videos. <laughs> That's how amazing that stuff is. I was just like in my year of uh, working with him and his music and his art, it's it's interesting. It's a it's a very interesting type of experience. Yeah, so. I wonder what it's like for somebody like Cortland who did this like early on before like being viral was really a thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was in high school when hearing about Crank That Batman and uh, and what him and Little Action was uh, doing. They've 
I think it was called Callie's. Oh, uh, yeah. Who, who knows what it was? I think it was called Callie's during so, that so you, time. So you had Callie's. So it was Callahan's, <laughs> the bar, and then, oh, my God, Carbo's. Dude, Carbo's. Yeah, that's it's, before It's me. that, like, old, old. Dude. Anyway, yeah. We don't, yeah there's been a lot of different names for that bar over the years. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was called Callie's when when it was, like, Crank That Batman. And I, and I hear uh, – upperclassmen when I was in high school, like seniors and stuff, they'd be like, yeah, we was, we was there and we saw them there and they just, they were so crazy and all of that. And then it's like, and that's like at the beginning of like social media, like MySpace rappers yeah. and Soldier Boy and stuff like that. So it was, and it's for, for him to still be able to, be a relevant part of music and like it's amazing because that's another thing I would like to say like uh, I give Cortland his uh, just due because the sound and the producing sound of a lot of these local rappers Mm -hmm. before he actually started really working with these guys Mm -hmm. is amazing yeah it's amazing like literally it's it's really amazing like like hearing them before and then hearing after the sound quality. <laughs> I'm not saying they were bad. I was just saying like like the beats and how stuff is yeah. prepared and uh and how their whole voice sounds on the on the track is just different. Different. Yeah. I I love it. I'm glad he did that. I'm glad he uh he reached his neck out there and and helped the the local sound come up and now I'm like like what's next? Like where where what what's next is he's home sometime in December and you can book sessions for something like twenty five dollars an hour. No, just there's a plug for Cortland. There's a plug for Cortland. I don't know. Maybe I just undersold him. Maybe it's like fifty bucks an hour. I don't know. But hey, I, I didn't say that, Cortland. He did. It was all it was all me. It was all him. It was all him. But the um yeah. well and it's like all it takes Somebody is one person is to have that influence. Yeah, dude, you're, you're fine. Like, phone, phone in the middle of the podcast. Nobody gives a shit. Like, I, I usually oh. mess with my phone all the time, but I don't have it on silent. So, like, okay. look at it, take a phone call. I don't care. The- <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. I was about to take it. I was like, yeah, take I was it, like, man. Dude, dude, I'm, I'm, she'd be like, hey, I'm on this podcast. Right what do you want, man? I'm interview right now. Here it goes. I'm going to do it. This is great. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't say anything that'll get you in trouble. Oh, no. I'm, I'm going I'm to have it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she is. Okay. I definitely will. Yeah, I'm. I'm still in the interview. Uh, we had a. Uh, he had to set up some some more stuff and uh, and. Hey, that's good to hear, man. I, I'm like, I'm like getting recorded right now. I, I, wonder, I wonder if they gonna drop this on, on the uh, on the actual uh, video. This is gonna be great. So you gonna have to watch it, bro. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna call it though. Yep. That that's what I love about this. Man. It's so like it's so just it, you can be so real. Right. Like, like in this type of conversation and like, I, I've tried to, I, you know, I've had some conversations where people come in with like an overly structured mindset and I've had to come in sometimes where people are just like, all right, let's just talk. And it's, <laughs> it, you know, I, 
no matter what, it turns out good, but it's like, this is the type of fun stuff that you can just do. Like whether you're doing stuff on the internet or doing something like through WDBX through community radio, it's like your structure is what you ever, whatever you want your structure to be in the moment. Yes. I really, I really, I think that's what makes it the best right now. Cause this day and age I'm in the middle I'm in the middle of an interview and people still need information to be relayed. <laughs> like stuff does not stop. It's yeah. like even the president will get uh <laughs> even the president will get a tweet and still be still have to relay information. Uh sitting on the toilet or like oh sitting at a tiny desk. My the, goodness. <laughs> what so so is there a is there something nice about being able to just go out and work in the woods and put it down for a while? Yeah, really. Uh, it, it'd be real common. That's why I always like nature. Like you go for hikes or you go walk, go on walks, and you just you actually hear the natural sounds uh-huh. of life, and and it just be real calming and surreal at times. And you know, you can get you can dull back into yourself take a deep breath type yeah. stuff and uh there's nothing like some good hard work in the woods too so like i like braving the elements it's, it almost feels like i'm in the military type thing it's yeah. like we got chainsaws it's dangerous you know trees <laughs> are falling you might run into a poisonous snake or so it's like like it's it's a real awesome experience and and i always get the the best uh reactions like Baby boomers and and, gener- and generational Xers, they they know what I'm talking about when I say forestry. They uh-huh. just be like most or most people in this area, like they be like, oh, okay, yeah, I know somebody <laughs> that does this, or we go to Garden of the Gods or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, you hear get other people, they be like, huh? So, what what is that? Or you what do you do? I don't do know, you- man. That's you, the question. Do you tell him? You got to answer it now. He's like, <laughs> oh, he's like, okay, here's the spill. I'd be like, oh, I go to forestry. I'm like, oh, I do forestry. All right, cool. Uh, so what's your major? Oh, natural resource management. That's what I specialize in. <laughs> and that... And then you get the, they be like, like, oh, they be like, oh, okay. I'm like, okay. So like, uh, basically, <laughs> there's a, a whole acreage of trees and i basically manage them trees to make sure they don't die out <laughs> like does basically a specific type of uh trees so and i keep those guys alive and healthy and well and other stuff that don't need to be in there is taken out i'm like a gardener like of the forest i'm <laughs> i'm definitely like the gardener guy who picks up the weeds and stuff like invasives like you hear about that sometimes on the news where yeah. they talk about invasive species this guy i'm this definitely guy. i'm definitely i'm definitely out there in the in the mud and stuff and like yep you're not supposed to be here i'm sorry you gotta go it's a necessary it's necessary evils you're not you're not the gardener man you're the bouncer like, of the forest. I, I, i'm That's definitely the bouncer you're I'm like, like you're not on the list man <laughs> yeah you yeah gotta, i'm secure you gotta go you I'm, gotta go. You're like you get Sorry. cut. <laughs> You're gonna get cut. Really, you will. But uh, but I but I found out it's like uh, what normally what you talk about nature. Like there is necessary destruction for this stuff to keep healthy. Like you can't 
just leave it there and say, oh, it'll work itself out. Nine times out of ten, even nature cheats. So they like, <laughs> they're like other plants try to outcompete everybody else. Uh-huh. It's just like in the human world where it's like, oh, is that a free space? Well, I'm going to take that, and I don't really care if, how this other plant feel. I'll uh-huh. kill it out, and it's, it's, it's rough out there. So that's I always uh, find that pretty interesting. It's like I was like, that doesn't make sense. As a forester, we're supposed to burn and cut, and I thought we were supposed to leave it alone. He's like, no, if we do... <laughs> It'll be crazy. So it's an interesting type of uh, field of work to live in, uh, to work in. It's like you find a, a real interesting characters too. So uh-huh. it's like. Oh, shit, it's, you work with Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're and, talking about the people that just live in the forest. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That too. But like you'll, you'll find, you'll run into some interesting situations. Like just just crazy stuff just like you wouldn't believe and just beautiful stuff at the same time it's like uh like like man it's uh it's it's great to be out there in the woods i think everybody should really if they can like try to find some type of woods they can walk into it's it's like you'll you'll you may come out with a little bumps and bruises, maybe a bite or two, and you may be itchy, but it's all worth it at the end what, of the what day. What is the wildest experience that you have had in the woods, like with an animal or bugs or like, I don't know, whether you whether you got a snake chasing after you or oh. you like stuck a boot into like a hill full of ants? I, I don't know, man. I I, <laughs> I, I think. The one is is like we were at this place. Uh, it was like Round Pond, and it is. It's a. I think it's Round Pond, but it's a real swampy, marshy type of place. Uh-huh. So basically, that means frogs, snakes, and mosquitoes. Uh-huh. And this place. I, I guess I was pretty fortunate or I was just stepping right because I have stepped over so many poisonous snakes in my <laughs> time. There's no really there's no really good story. There's there's a cup. I got like at least five stories where I was like. Oh, that was a copperhead. <laughs> and you just keep going. Oh, yeah. And you're like, oh, that was a cottonmouth. Haven't ran into a, a rattler yet. Uh-huh. My, uh, Marshall has. has <laughs> Marshall has ah. ran into a rattler. Um, he didn't step on it, but he was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's like Marshall definitely has ran into a rattler. But uh, I have not um, bared that feet yet. But I, I've definitely stepped around some snakes that I thought that wasn't there and I could easily have been bit. Uh, trees buckle the wrong way and almost get crushed. No stuff like that. It, it's a uh, uh, you got to be on your toes, or or even the saw kicking back type thing, or oh, yeah. branches falling on you when you drop in the tree. Big branches, where we had to like literally throw the saw and you know hit your exit points. And uh-huh. So it's a it's a it's a real uh, it's a real cool type of uh, environment to be in and a cool type of work environment. But so- you definitely got to train and make sure safety is the number one thing so that that was going to be kind of my my next question right you just talked about like having exit points and stuff like that do you i mean so you like you got to like size up every tree yeah you come up to and like yeah you gotta you gotta make sure it's not wind you know the wind's not blowing uh too much or if you know where the wind's blowing it's not blowing too 
too hard and you got to know if the tree's leaning. You got to know if there's dead points in the tree, if there's any type of cracks or fissures because you may start cutting it and like this already and you got to <laughs> get out of there and uh, either you're cutting the saw and it'll pinch the saw and start uh-huh. falling back towards you. It's, it, yeah, there have been times where there's been a little close calls. I'm not going to lie. So, but it's a it's a great job to be in. As long as you stay trained up and stay extra cautious, yeah. just scarily cautious. It's like there have been times where I'm like, I'm not cutting that and somebody's somebody gotta cut it the, uh you gotta cut it or uh or we're just gonna leave it, <laughs> yeah. honestly. We're not even gonna touch it because it's it's a little too dangerous to cut. And but you'll see some really nice like you know, you'll see the average little but you'll see some huge trees out yeah. there where you can't even I can't even fit my arms around We're like you'll I'm like man I didn't know this stuff was out here like yeah. this it's like it's like some old like we're back in the old days now <laughs> like like but yeah it's a it's a it's a real nice environment uh SIU forestry one of the best yeah in the nation by far you can look it up it, they are they up there top two um, <laughs> and they they set you up for a, a nice experience and knowing what you need to do out there. Honestly, they they uh, make sure you are very uh, you're a very knowledgeable person. So like shout out to SIU Forestry um, <clears throat> for definitely helping me out. So nice. yeah, I, I keeps was you glad alive, f- man. I mean, that's if you good good in good out. Yeah, like, good in. Can- I was like, it was rough at first. I thought I wasn't gonna make it. So, but it's, <laughs> but I'm glad to be able to make it though. So it's it's a it's it's interesting. It's a it's an interesting craft. I wish they. I wish it was like craft a, a craft like like how carpenters and yeah. stuff is. Yeah, not too much of a scientific job. It's like yeah. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a mix. It's a mix of. I mean, you've got. I mean, on the carpentry side, you know, stuff is still very like mathematical and like whatever. Right, but, right. Like you, you know, I'm sure. Like for you guys, it's very like, okay, well, what you know, if we clear X, then Y happens to the environment. Yeah, type yeah. Deal. So you, so you're right on like the science aspect of it, no doubt. Um, what? Um, oh, use your brain, Nathan. You just had a question, and now you're like, um. Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. That's what it was. Uh, do you do you guys – so do you travel to, like, a bunch of different places and oh, do yeah. this, like, all over? Or? Yeah. Uh, we was – oh, my goodness. We was, we was in Ava. Um, we was in Makanda. Um, we was in Galconda. Mm-hmm. Uh, we was uh, right beside the Ohio River and over in eastern Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, uh, we go down. Uh, I know they go down to where I'm from. Uh, the cash uh, they help out there, uh, where the where the cash uh, swamp is, uh, where the cypress swamps are. So yeah, we be a little bit all over the the six one eight region. More like a if it's a an hour drive span. You know what you need to do. Oh my god, this is a brilliant idea, Nathan. What are you what are you doing? What are you doing? Giving away million dollar ideas on the podcast like this. Like strictly focused, like forest hip hop. Forest <laughs> hip hop. 
How are we do sorry. that? Like, the Cash River that? Crew. Cash. That's what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, maybe, maybe there is some sort of crossover because it'd be, it'd we got, be we, the hick the hick hop stuff's got to go. It, it's got to go. You know, gotta, <laughs> I watched I watched a couple of those videos and I never watched that stuff ever again. I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how in the hell this happened? And I'm like, I'm glad for the guys. Fireball that, whiskey. When fire when 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 Dr. McGillicuddy's decided to name it Fireball Whiskey, that's when hip hop happened. And I was, <laughs> I'm I'm amazed. Like, hey, you cut you cut your own in there because um, I was not expecting that. Um, <laughs> and to get a lot of love from that, that's what's up. Really, that's what's up because there. It seems like they, there's a niche of people who's like, mm, I like it, but then I, I want, I want my boots too. So it's like, it's like, he said, fine, I'll. He's like, I want my boots too, but it's like, all right, then if he making money on it, y'all coming to see him, then I, I can Dude, really. Can't. What are you gonna do? Somebody's gonna get, pay money for that. What hey, can I do? I, I think you said it best ten minutes ago when you said nature even finds a way to cheat. Yeah, yeah, they. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of animals that are the biggest cheaters on the face of the earth. Like yeah. they, they literally need to cheat to survive. Because <laughs> if they don't, they're done for. So, I mean, it's like, but but it, but they're true at it. They're yeah. like, I'm not flaking it. I'm not trying to be cute with it. I'm cheating right now. Yeah. So if you don't know that I'm cheating, that's your fault. Because that's that's what I'm. So doing. is wildlife a part of the forestry management aspect too? Yeah. Like it's not just yes. the plants and yeah. whatever else that goes with it. Yeah, that's what uh, the cool thing about SIU. Uh, they it's not just the technical like uh we're in a tree plantation we're cutting down pines and just cutting for wood production yeah. type thing there there's now where especially with the company that I'm with it's an ecological service where we're working with the wildlife environment we're uh improving forest health yeah. like like a uh, low production forest that I guess that don't have many oaks because that's what the big thing about this this whole area that we're in uh -huh. they want oaks to be here and dominate the the forest and not like maples or anything anybody who knows their trees they know what I'm talking about so <laughs> <laughs> like if you know if you're if you any type of uh, <laughs> know what my tree ID like like but maples and it's more oaks and hickory type forest savannas. Uh -huh. So like it's like huge trees, but open grass, like at the same time, letting the light in. So, thing. so in my, in my sales pitch about Southern Illinois, I always throw out, I always have this line that I run that I'm like, you know, Southern Illinois is this merger of like six geographical zones. Yes. Okay. So I've just been bullshitting through that line for years now. Like I understand it to be true, but I don't yeah. really understand what it means outside of like prairies meet swamps meet forests meets bluffs meets okay. whatever. Like polish that up for me, oh. James. <laughs> well, I really, He's like, I hold really, on, let me just. Put I, really, my <laughs> I really hope I do my 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 uh, SIU forestry colleagues and <laughs> and peers justice on uh, on uh, on this podcast. I think you um, will. I think uh, you will. I trust you. I trust you. I'm a I'm gonna give it a real basic type of thing. Like That's all that, I need. Man. I don't need advanced because I'm basic. That's yeah. <laughs> like in this area, it's really hilly, so we have a, a lot of bluffs, uh -huh. like the. 
I guess the Ozark Bluffs mm-hmm. and the lesser bluffs coming from the west and like south, like south part. And we have the prairies coming from the north, mm-hmm. come from the from the glacier. I guess there was a glacier that reached all the way down the Carbondale, uh-huh. and it just made like that's why you look down. That's why when you go up north, everything's so flat, flat because yeah. the the glacial uh, shelf that came down here. And I get uh, also we uh, oh yeah the Ozarks coming from kind of from the east side, and we have uh, the. The, I guess what is it called? The, Delta. There you go. I got you. The Delta, <laughs> which is coming from the south, uh-huh. like that's where you get the cash because the cash is like a is like like a major tributary between the Mississippi and the Ohio uh-huh. down there, and that's where you get that swamp from all that backwater, and that's why the Muddy River is called the Muddy River from uh-huh. all the backwater, and it's still muddy from all the. Uh, I think that's from the. Mississippi River that it gets that outflow from. I love but, watching you love talking about yeah, this but, shit, man. Yeah, like, it's interesting. <laughs> like most people, that, you're like one of the first people that actually really trying to get me in depth in here, and it, you're kind of putting me on the spot. Hey, so man, I'm, but I'm, this is this is the podcast, like, like this yeah, is you, right? Like am, this is. Am, and I think people would be like, really? He really talking about yeah, this? It's like, he really got this like, shit and, down. And like, that's why you get such a, <laughs> a, a crazy, exotic type uh, animals. Like, like we, like, before the big, uh, big kill of the 1900s, like, we, we had bison, elk, wolves, bears. Like, we had really? a lot of, yeah, we had all of that in this area. Like, they're, uh, but, but that's why you get, like, uh, real exotic looking birds and stuff it's like it's kind of like a semi-tropical type place so it's like blue cranes really stick out in my mind right like that that type of like yeah blue herons uh and you get the seagulls because of the huge crab Walmart parking lake. lots you're yeah, right <laughs> like you get pelicans i'm like like i'm like man this place is cool like uh-huh. It's like, and you go down south where I'm from, like 30 minutes, uh, 30, 45 minutes south, uh, Ellen, uh, you, you'll definitely get that real southern type vibes. Like, uh-huh. it's real marshy, it's not marshy, it's real uh, backwatery, um, real swampy. Like, I lived like a mile away from the swamp, like uh-huh. almost a less than a mile. Like, I literally, like, back when in high school, do runs and preparing for basketball and basketball season, doing running back and forth on so Long Beach. So, do you like grow up like loving the forest? Yeah. Outdoor, I, like, that's kind of what drew you that direction? Like, then, literally, Ullen is like a 800 population town. I and they're lying. Yeah. There's probably like 500 people there. I'm not even <laughs> trying. No, no hate, though. But I'm, there's like 500 people there, yeah. probably. But I'm from an even smaller town called Perks. It's not even, it's an unincorporated place. Uh-huh. And it's a, it's just one highway. <laughs> and you got a couple of people living on side. You got the church and stuff. And, and there's a big silo right by the church. So it's a real farmer type of town. Um, and I, and that's where I lived in a real rural ass town is like real slow. Like my dad was a hunter. He was, a, he a big fisherman, crappie uh-huh. fisherman. So like it rubbed off on me. Definitely. Um, but most people who run into me think I'm a city kid. Yeah. It's like really crazy. I'm like, 
Now I'm if you really seen where I'm from, you wouldn't believe <laughs> that shit. Cause you'd be like, How are you? And they asked me, like, how did you even survive? How did you get this personality? I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, you didn't know black people also live in the country? I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just like black people are or even country people are even civilized or something. Like we're we're just back here, no the shooting the shit or something. I'm like, <laughs> it's it's crazy, but but especially speaking of uh uh yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh my sector of work is predominantly white yeah. and male too. Yeah. So like seeing me is always I get that <laughs> double look. They be like like oh it's like yeah, I'm out here too. So <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, I'm trying to save the try to save the environment one tree at a time. So like it's it's interesting. I I I really uh I really enjoy I don't really enjoy being uh, a super minority but it's like but you you get some interesting reactions and <laughs> they they don't believe that some people don't believe that i'm out here like my my relatives up in chicago they they was like making fun of me all weekend like i'm like oh there, there goes some cheese i'm like what do you think? I'm just <laughs> run to trees and just scary there. And here's just... here's the deal, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna put on the title <laughs> of this podcast. <laughs> James talks about music and trees in Carbondale. Yeah, and people pol- are gonna be I... like, he's talking about weed, and then it's gonna come through. It's like this motherfucker's talking about trees. I'm like, we haven't even <laughs> got to we haven't even got to weed yet. And oh, like, well, I, I'm yeah. the weed man. Yeah. I am the I I work I work at the grow op so like I was, um okay I was I saw that uh, ISO uh, yeah yeah, ISO yeah. So shirt. I, I was like shirt and stuff so I, I was I like marketing up there man it's it's cool man like it's neat to it's neat to see like this type of business and like it's drawn like it's drawn people in man like there's probably a hundred and twenty plus people that work for this business now like mostly concentrated in Carbondale but a handful throughout the state as well and it's like people like that have the same type of passion for cultivation in a different way, like apply their same stuff just the same way that you apply forestry to everything that you're doing. Like it, it's this type of like plant-based activity right. that like is real industry. And that's what they talk about in forestry too. Cause we have to do inter it's like adaptive management. We got to work with like, like this area, it's a city, but yeah. it's still in a forester type of uh, outcrop. Yeah. So we gotta, you gotta meet that. What's gonna help a uh, citywide, but still working on. We have a lot of deer that come through here oh, yeah. and stuff like that. How are you gonna work with that type of management? Well, you just dealing run with into the deer. Yeah, you yeah. Just, you, just, you go faster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just slam <laughs> through the deer. But, um, <laughs> but no, but like. You, you still got to figure out those type of ways of how to manage the the forest that's right adjacent to this yeah this small city right here and then like oh what is that what does that deal how does that affect the deer or how does that affect these birds here yeah. are they able to nest and like because of the the traffic sounds mm-hmm. you know stuff like that that we tend to run into uh, especially uh, if you're close by a city or anything like that. But we haven't really did any type of super management work. Makanda is right there, but mm-hmm. it's it's like you go five minutes out, it's like a whole different spot. It's yeah. like we're I'm in a 
10% incline and trying to make sure I don't fall off the edge of the earth type thing. And I'm cutting trees and I'm rethinking, like, am I really here for <laughs> right now? I'm really here for this. Dude, I'm a motorcycle rider, man. And the Macanda Hill, just bombing the Macanda Hill, dude. It's like you go from just flat to whoosh. And yeah. It, and it's. It's amazing. It's it's just amazing though. It's like, it, and you see like all the rocks and stuff out of the coming out of the ground. It's like, I'm like man, like what is going on here? But hey, I it was here before I got here, and uh, yeah, I'm a big uh, I'm a big 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 with that. Uh, just trying to get that integrated. Like yeah, like I've been trying to get in the cannabis industry around here too. It's like I'm like I'm. I need to put out more uh, resumes. If y'all hear me, I'm a great worker. <laughs> I got a medical card too, so it's like I know some hey, people. I'm, I'm, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll get you floated into the right place. Okay, see, okay, <laughs> see, I, hey, I, hey, man, y'all need to catch up, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm really uh, feeling this interview right now. This is. Yeah, but like I said, like even speaking on this platform, I know it's just not you individually who yeah. does all this, right? But but I, are you like No, it's just me, man. You just you <laughs> <laughs> This I have I have so for the for the Facebook group, um I have Don uh who who is a fellow admin uh, who helps make sure that things are relatively tidy in the group. But as far <laughs> as like just WTF Carbondale since I was, so I did not start this, but I was gifted the platform in like 2016. Mm. And ever since then, it's been pretty much me. And I will like from time to time, right. Reach out to folks and like ask people for advice. Like, what do you think of this language or this image? Or like, you know, some, like when, when I, when I feel like I need clarification, to, to, yeah, clarity, I, that's a really good way to phrase it. When I need clarity, um, I, I reach out to folks that I trust before putting out the broader communication. But in terms of like this and the podcast and like the the day to day content and whatever else, like it's just me. Oh man, that's amazing, bro. That's like <laughs> that is. I'm like I'm like jealous of your setup. No, I'm no, like no, 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 no. I'm jealous. You know you. But the the other side of this man is like so so the work on just the platform may be me, right? But the reality is that what the platform encompasses, what it documents, what it shares, what this is right now. Right. It's a entire community of activity. Right. And right. that is, um, <laughs> I keep cutting no, you no, off. No, 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 you're not cutting me off, man. This is your interview. Yeah, you I keep cutting <laughs> you off, but I'm like, I'm like, right. And it's just like, you see so many people share or ask a question or, uh, or just, put info down like talk hey, shit yeah a lot of shit talking <laughs> you you know that parking space at kroger that Bro. that that is the most amazing thing i've seen in the past shout couple out of jeff years. martin i still want you on the podcast i was like <laughs> yeah i was like who is this guy who started this i'm like i get i get that parking spot too sometimes yeah. I, I don't post about it but i'll be like I'll, <laughs> but you're like you feel it yeah like, I'm you like, didn't used to feel it but now that it's a thing when you get it you feel it and that's the difference and here's the deal man here's what's crazy about that right so you tie this shit back together jeff used to own quick signs which was like a sign business out on reed station road next to 
to uh, like Gator, where Gator Tire is, uh, yes, and, like, a yeah, plant and whatever else. And like he and his wife started a company called True Dungeons or something. And they like go set up like massive interactive like uh escape room type scenarios that's all like encompassed in dungeons and dragons type stuff what yeah and this is just what they do that's what that's that's what they've turned a business into and they make hundreds of thousands of dollars like they in in gross revenue like they do like big money going to like like different comic cons and things like that and i've, I've watched the video they've got a couple of videos on youtube where where it's it's Laurie, Jeff's wife, kind of talking about um, just how it came to be. And it's like Jeff just one day when they were at a Comic-Con, like he he rented out some hotel rooms and like turned the shit into some some like make your own adventure rooms. And from there, they were just like, all right, this is a business now. Let's go. Wow. And that's just the type of people that live in this town. That is amazing. That is that's amazing. Um, you, I love to hear like stories because I. I'm always hearing some interesting stuff in this town. And it's yeah. like, you hear about some millionaires that be around here and be like, where, where are you <laughs> where, guys? <laughs> like, where are you guys at? So, but, <laughs> but then you ride back in there into, into the other States. I'm be like, like, I'm like, Oh, I'm like, okay. <laughs> They've been hiding back here big time. I'm like, man, but yeah, you just hear a lot of interesting stuff. Like people, half the people here just don't know. And I'm glad this platform here, you just don't know about some yeah. stuff. Like even with news and uh, stuff that's going around in the in the community, it's just you. If you're able to share information and get it out there to people, and people like it and love it there you're just gonna it's a give and take relationship yeah. and i like how you're saying it's a community of people it's just like hey like we're with this 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 wave this platform this personality and they're able to really uh not be self-conscious enough but actually share their information all yeah. emotion all snazziness all yeah. <laughs> hopefulness <laughs> all of that all of that they'll they'll i'm glad they're able to share all forms of that sometimes so other times you know it'd be like, <laughs> like chill out man yeah chill yeah out. chill out chill out on the page now I, and I, I didn't realize what kind of what kind of effect this could have until so I was, I was talking to a friend uh who was just like yeah man i just i watch he, he's like watching the covid migration of the country and like people leaving cities and going to small town America. And he's been like watching some places in like Connecticut of all places, just, just cause like he's part of a group that's like a local group, kind of like WTF Carbondale is mm -hmm. just like watching how these people interact with one another. Right. And it's like, that's the type of thing that this platform can be is like an introduction to <laughs> the entirety of the community. And like what it takes is not just like me sitting back here and pushing a button, but it takes people actually living this life, mm -hmm. right? It takes a James Baker to actually live this life of being a radio personality, managing music, and then like also being the fucking forest bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, right. you better not get people calling me the forest bouncer the now. Right, it's right. like, like I don't. Bounce <laughs> You're gonna go back into the studio with Isaiah and all the other dudes, <laughs> and they're gonna be like, "What up, FB?" <laughs> forest. 
I'm like, you didn't watch the podcast, did you? I hope you didn't, because now, now I got a new name. If you <laughs> hear so anything, sorry. I got a new name now. Oh, it's like FB Force Bouncer. Yeah, but this is this is this, this is why I'm a this is why I'm a mean and awful dad because yeah. I didn't say dad dumbass dad type shit like this all the time i can't yeah, help it. i'm the strong i'm strong and arm all of these plants out here they they're <laughs> strong arm and all these plants it's like, you, <laughs> like i'm i'm gonna do them i'm gonna do them decent so but but it's 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 a it's a real it's a real great opportunity though it's it, i'm just glad to just even the sound interested honestly so um uh I just be, I just be trying to, you know, live my life and and do stuff that I try to enjoy, uh, and you know, try to work out some parts of my bucket list if I can, you know, just try to make some type of thing. Like, am I living right? Like, I think I'm living right. I, I accomplished some of my personal goals, I guess. I don't know. Um, I'm trying to. It's like, it's like, am I really living? I don't know. So, but I think I'm doing all right though. I'm especially out here beating up forests every uh, every other day so it's like <laughs> hey man at least it, it could have been worse it could have been the tree hugger route see and, you're not hugging trees you're beating them up yeah and then and most people think that's what i'm doing i'm like no you no. the tree hugger people be mad at me so i'm like they don't want me in there no, doing all see, of but, that. but that's the thing i mean good forestry management it, like is, is destruction what you want long term <laughs> out of this stuff like it's right. not you know it's not save all trees it's like save the right trees so that the forest itself can be can healthy flourish. yeah it can flourish and be healthy and everybody can have their tables and chairs and cabinets and all the <laughs> other stuff that needs to deal with wood products and people uh, tend to forget that process, uh -huh. it's like getting the raw material, and now we have this. This is metal. Yeah, but, <laughs> but uh, it's okay. But, hey, man, you got a wood floor. Yeah, yeah there you floor. go. This wood floor here, and this, yeah, like it's it's really great. And that's the uh, industry you really need to be in. Those hemp, if you want to like really capitalize, like if you like if if part of what you already understand and like forestry management is applicable to like actual resource development out of like fields of crops to turn into supplies man like the hemp business is where it needs to yeah, be yeah i think you can definitely take some of these soybean fields out and put some hemp in there yes. and get something popping because i'm i'm down with all of that type of stuff <laughs> like 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 why not it's like it's like we got all this farmland i'm telling you and and also it helps with erosion yep. so i'm like let, let me not get back into my Forestry. No, now there. I'm Put talking, the hat on, man. Yeah, now I'm about on. to talk about farmer <laughs> bad farming practices of seller in Illinois for the past thirty years. And so, get, is it is it true that hemp also is like remediation for the soil? Like hemp pulls like heavy metals and other yes. toxins and stuff out of the. Yeah, it's 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 really great for like like if you used it in the ditches and stuff like that area uh -huh. for like the runoff of, pe of okay. the er not pesticides, herbicides yeah. fertilize, uh, fertilizer the extra runoff that that would definitely help so you wouldn't have so much uh they were talking about there was some bloom happening down at the Gulf of Mexico uh -huh. coming from 
Illinois and and Ohio and all these yeah. other places, all the fertilizer and phosphorus going all the way down there. But yeah, we need we need uh spots of land where we got a crop or some type of standing vegetation that will take up that extra nutrient. So yeah, that's a, another big thing that's happening in the environment. Sorry, not down on the environment. It is 2020, you guys. Uh, but yeah, that's, you're just trying to be real, man. Yeah, like, here's here's the there 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 are a lot of people who are what's who are who are amateur environmentalists, right? <laughs> yeah. Who like concern themselves with whether yes. or not you know, we're going to succumb to climate change, which we are if we don't quit fucking around, right? Mm -hmm. Like, ultimately, the reality is there. But, like, then there's the side of it where, like, okay, what is the applicable work to be done? And, like, that's what you understand. Yeah. I'm not... It's a it's a long road ahead because uh, there's it's just so much stuff out here. And there were so many, I guess... I don't know if they sounded good at the time, but there's just <laughs> some bad practices that were caused at at the in the seventies and sixties and keep going further on. Uh -huh. The those guys over there was maybe it was a money grab. I don't yeah. know. It was it was just bad practices. Now yeah. you're like, why would you do that? And now we have to deal with this now and now we're spending millions of dollars on this annually. It's 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 bad. It's just, but I'm I'm I like the the sector I'm in. I I like trying to regenerate forests. I yeah. feel like I'm doing some good somewhere. Yeah. It's like I'm making a. I feel like I'm making the environment better by actually uh, giving the right plants the opportunity to thrive. So I it's it's yeah it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, to be, uh, I don't know, you know, like 30 years from now, you can tell your kid, be like, yeah, I, I made it look like this. <laughs> like, like, that was me. That was heads, elbows, feet, <laughs> sweat, and tears. This is why I only have nine toes, children. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, another, like. Oh, don't tell me you've lost a toe. No, no, just, just like, like. Running into bees and stuff, uh -huh. like wood bees and stuff. And you're cutting a tree and you run into a pile of bees and uh -huh. like a whole hive. I haven't, but no, coworkers have. Like <laughs> I, I'm more of a, I'm more of a, on the lucky side, I guess. I'm like, I haven't ran into anything too super crazy like that. But yeah, I had coworkers run into yellow jacket nests, ground bees, ground bees. I feel like I feel like these are more Marshall stories. Like I feel like I've heard a yellow jacket story and I feel like it's been from Marshall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I think he was one of the ones that ran into the yellow jackets, but <laughs> but most people don't understand that like when they say ground bees, those are the natural bees that be that live around here. Yeah. Most bees come from the ground not from like the wood and stuff like yeah. like people I'm like I didn't understand that until a little bit earlier on I'm uh -huh. like <clears throat> uh, but it's an interesting type of place is like most of them don't even live in wood they live in the ground and do all this other stuff and that's why pesticide spraying is so bad and the bees are have are taking the hit for it See, I'm back on my environmental it's soapbox. Okay. That's okay. I was We're hoping good. to go back. Let's go to music. Let's no, no, go to no, no. music. That, that's it, man. That's the hour. Oh my goodness. Um, 
we always like to end on a lesson, and the lesson is quit fucking with the bees, man. Quit fucking with Stop the bees. Stop spraying. <laughs> WTF Carbondale <laughs> podcast. Talk to interesting people, interesting lives. Tied all together with Carbondale, yada, yada, yada. James Baker, this has been an awesome interview, and y'all have a good one, whatever that one may be.